Now, has that experience evolved, that portion of the onboarding, has that evolved? Human Resources for Sweet Dreams has really evolved. Now, we've been members of Nationwide since 2014. I started going to prime times in 2017, and wow, I soaked up every opportunity in the training programs. We really started to apply things that they were teaching us in the class of really thinking outside of the box, changing your work culture. Nationwide has been a huge resource no matter where you fall within that experience and that background. Welcome into the Independent Thinking Podcast. This is your host, Rob Stott. As we sit here, uh, this episode drops while we are currently in Nashville for prime time. Uh, obviously a, a busy time for us, but a, a time we love to get together and you know be with our members and um, you know show them the services and programs and all that sort of stuff. One of which is you know we've been building out recently a human resources or people management um, service and offering. And uh, one of our members who's really been you know, at the forefront of taking advantage and uh, working closely with the nationwide team, you know, as we build out those, the, the program here is Sweet Dreams uh, down in North Carolina, the the team of uh, Greg and Katie Law and uh, Catherine Gows and, of course, Matt Man. We'd be remiss if we didn't mention him as well. But, uh, you know, had an opportunity recently to sit down with uh, Greg and his sister Catherine and, and chat through some things. Greg, who obviously, uh, you know, co-owns with, with his wife Katie and, um, sister Catherine who who runs sort of that human resources department for Sweet Dreams and uh, really a, I think a cool opportunity to talk about a, a business that has leaned in heavily to what they're doing from the people perspective um, and build a culture that you know sees them do some really unique things from everything from onboarding to how they you know train and educate their staff to uh, ultimately moving people up through the organization as well and um, you know, whether you know, they ultimately stay with them or go on to do uh, other things in, in their careers is just a, it's a unique approach that they're taking down there. And uh, one that we want to spotlight because they're doing some, like I said, just some really cool things. And um, who better to hear from than the team themselves? And that's what we do this week on the podcast. So um, you know, we'll, we'll be down there in Nashville. Wish you were with us. If you are with us, uh, hope to see you around. And, um, you know, and until then, you know, enjoy this interview and enjoy the conversation uh, with the team from Sweet Dreams here on the Independent Thinking Podcast. All right, we are back on the Independent Thinking Podcast. And, uh, you know, always a great opportunity when we get to chat with a member and, and the Sweet Dreams team, uh, you know, all stars in their own right. And, um, you know, I, I said it before we started. Andrew's been on, and we've done the Superman, you know, the Matman uh, podcast. But nice to officially get you guys on, uh, Catherine Gals and and Greg Law, um, brother sister, and uh, you know, part of the the Sweet Dreams team there uh, in North Carolina. So thank you guys for for joining. Yeah, thanks for having us. Hey, I'm excited. Be a part. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, Greg, I joked for anyone. I, do we even share the inside story before we do that? I'm afraid because I know you read in the description. This is an HR podcast. So I, not only do I want to get you in trouble with your sister, but, you know, the HR team there, the our, our past of how you've previously been uh, seen on nationwide productions. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I like to think of myself as trying to make HR sexy. So, go ahead. <laughs> well, you certainly did. And for anyone that doesn't know, you can just go watch our, uh, I, I believe it was on the city walk in Orlando. 
Um, just a, a guy, you know, creeping behind the video and, and doing his thing and making it fun. But that, that's what I, you know, that honestly, it gets to kind of who you guys are and you have fun, right? So that, that's what it's all about and uh, doing your thing. It is yeah, a ton no of fun. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed too, but uh, it, it is nice having uh, our HR director keep me in check. You saw her doing this. <laughs> right. <laughs> Absolutely. If you're not watching the video version of this, I, I implore you to pause right now. I, I don't do that often, but I, pa- I implore you to pause it right now and go to our YouTube channel because I uh, know this will be a good one. <laughs> so, well, we've got, we've got a lot to dive into. And before we, um, you know, get into the heart of this episode, I, you know, Greg, kind of set the stage. How are things, you know, at Sweet Dreams right now? Give us a quick business update and, um, you know, tell us what, what's going on down there. You know, we feel like we have a lot of momentum. We're uh, really uh, proud and uh, feel blessed that um, in a a challenging environment, I think we're doing really well. And uh, we went into this year with with a focus on investing more into our people, more into the the training and development and realizing and helping everybody realize that we need to hone our craft and we need to be better at what we do so that we can help more people more effectively. And, and we are seeing a, a difference in our numbers because of that. So we are up a little bit this year, uh, can always use more and we see the need for more training, more development and just more investment in our people. And that's, that's proving to be a worthy focus. No, that's awesome. And, and I, I imagine the, the outlook are, are you know, looking at the back half of this year, a lot of talk, you know, there's a lot of noise in the industry, right. Um, in retail in general, and, um, uh, of course the, the furniture and bedding space, but you know, what, how are you guys cutting through that noise as you look to the back half of the year? You know, uh, just by implementing all that we've learned from nationwide over the years, you know, um, you know, just the way we connect with people, uh, one of the programs that we went through with, Chris Keister was the seven habits of highly effective people. We're big uh, Stephen Covey fans and big Chris Keister fans. Um, but it's all about sharpening the saw. Can't, oh. can't be complacent. And a big part of that is listening skills and um, better sales technique uh, through a genuine interest in others. You know, and then demonstrating that to our, our uh, customers and, and forming that connection and that's the, it's all, it's all about growing one person at a time and we can't get distracted by the busyness. That's the main thing right there. Yeah. So, um, same goes for our people too. You know, it's, uh, how are we making that human connection with our customers? How are we making that human connection with our, each individual on our team? And that's what makes the difference. That's how we kept through the clutter. Oh, that's awesome. And, and I know, you know, lots to dive into there. Um, I also want to, give you guys a chance too, because I mentioned it at the top, right? Brother, sister uh, dynamic here. It's pretty cool. Um, you know, don't see that too often. I, I think, you know, the generation to generation, but uh, the siblings involved, it's got to be fun. I imagine getting up and going to work every day or is it, I, am I completely wrong? Tell me. Oh, no, you're not, you know, you're, you're right on, especially with Greg uh, as your brother and also your boss. Like uh, every day is a blessing. It's so much fun. Like, our personalities are so different. We complement each other. We get along really well, but he's, he's the fun one. He's the, he's, he's so much fun to work for and with. So um, it's a joy every day. I'm having the time of my life working with him and, and Katie no, for sure. Catherine's being modest because she, she's the fun one because her laugh, she is so much fun to laugh with. And uh, there's, 
there's always some comedy going on around the dream team. And uh, a lot of us just do do the uh, the comedy to get her laughing. So that's a, that's a lot of fun. And we enjoy working together. And we're just really proud of the job that Catherine has done. She's a, a professional first impression made on every applicant in the community. She's out in the community. She's the face of our company for recruiting and has, has been the, the difference maker in our talent that we're able to recruit. Yeah, bringing that dream team together, right? Uh, it's yeah. where, where it starts uh, right there, bringing the people in the door. and um, In business, 2002, is that right? You dive into a little bit of the history. Uh, you know, for those that don't know Sweet Dreams, um, tell us how you kind of got your start and, and what brought you into this retail world. You know, we just uh, onboarded uh, our, our latest member of the dream team today. And uh, we learned this from uh, Paul Schaefer. And uh, we, so on their, their first day, Catherine and I like to take them to breakfast and sit down with them and uh, learn more about them, first of all, what drives them, what motivates them, even more than we picked up in the interview process, and then share with them a little bit about the, the story of Sweet Dreams and their role in the company history. That's an awesome And uh, I love telling the story because in college, my wife and I owned the company, Katie, um, we went to Florida State University together. I was in the restaurant and bar business, loved service and hospitality, got hired on at the mattress store right by Florida State campus, ran that business like it was my own company and put service and hospitality into that company. And I mentioned to my parents early on that um, if you guys ever want to do a family business, I love this. Everybody needs a bed. Everybody comes in here expecting a substandard level of service. And then I love just surprising and delighting them and getting regulars and people bringing their friends and family back to us. And that's what we built Sweet Dreams on. And, um, you know, it's just uh, fun to point that out to a new hire. Like, okay, we had an original dream team of, of four. And fast forward 20 years later, you're number 40 on the team. And we've grown to a point where we need your help. And we're all about making a difference one person at a time and trying to connect and, and surprise and delight our customers. And now you now it's your your role to help us get to that next level and help us train that next person in the dream team. That's uh I mean, that's a cool experience, I gotta imagine, for for someone just starting out and um having that level of touch from, you know, the owners of the company, right? And and being able to sit down and get that that uh perspective from you and i mean you're putting the spotlight on them always always but you know it's important to you know i point out to them like you're going to learn a lot and we're going to give it to you in spoonfuls so it's not too much at once but i do want you to know what you're a part of here it's a great story and there's more to the story than that um but we we, we like sharing the whole story with them and then <clears throat> why we need them and then what, what they need to be, what's expected of them and what we're hoping to, uh, to be able to achieve with them doing a good job in their role. Now, has that experience evolved the on that portion of the onboarding? Has that evolved over time? Like what's that been? How long have you been doing that? And, and, you know, talk about that a little bit, sort of the, the yes. evolution of that. Human resources for Sweet Dreams has really evolved. Um, so I joined the team in 2007 after taking a little bit of a break for, um, 
professionally. I started in the early 90s. I have my background is human resources, but it was in the corporate world. Um, so I was involved in recruitment, employee relations, um, and then towards the end was a, a generalist. And then I took some time off to raise my kids. And in 2007, Greg and Katie um, were starting to grow a little bit. My mom ran the business office and I came in part-time while the kids were at school. Um, and as through the years, as Greg and Katie were growing and adding more locations and we were adding more employees, as I went to Greg, I was like, Greg, you know, with my background, I could really be helpful in like putting together HR policies and procedures, um, getting a, a good process and system in the, in the HR office. Uh, for onboarding, employee files, making sure that we're following the laws, uh, making sure that we're serving our people um, through training and development, onboarding, making sure that we're celebrating them every step of the way. So that that probably uh, started, I started working on the HR piece of it in 2010. Now we've been members of Nationwide since 2014. I started going to prime times in 2017 and wow, I soaked up every opportunity in the training programs of Chris Kuster, Steve Bryant, Mike Whitaker, just soaked up everything that they had to offer at Primetime um, Learning Academy. <clears throat> and uh, we really started to apply things that they were teaching us in the class of really thinking outside of the box, um, changing your work culture for, um, you know, employees that just are raving fans of being your employee. So at that point, it really shifted, it started to shift. Um, with, you know, HR becoming our employees' customer service department. So that's how I look at it. But uh, Nationwide has been so instrumental in, in being able, you know, even if you have background and experience in human resources or you're a small business and you have no experience in HR, Nationwide has been a huge resource no matter where you fall within that experience and that that. Um, background. Well, that that's an important point, too. You talk about your own background and how, I mean, you trained HR professional, right? And you then you get to experience sort of how Nationwide has approached it. Um, you know, how, how different is it? Can you explain sort of, you know, previously prior to seeing sort of the the methods and, and you know, talking to a Chris Kuster and sort of how he approaches things, what what's really the, the big shift for someone that might have an HR background, but understanding sort of what's different about this approach? Right, especially in small business, um, you know, I'm a one man shop for HR, like I'm, I'm by myself. Of course, I work closely with Greg. He's a very huge piece of what I do on a, on a daily and weekly basis. But to have those resources, to be able to um, have mentors like when Kelly, like that was part of uh, some of the survey background or uh, feedback that I would give after prime times. Like, man, these these classes are so rich, but I would love to dive deeper into human resources, hot topics, trends, what's changing um, so Nationwide knocked it out of the park when they hired uh, Kelly Patrick. And then Kelly started building her HR team, brought in Genevieve. Um, and so what, what really has changed is being able to um, have mentors in our industry with human resources, professional experience. Um, and then they are always at in, any email, any call, they're right on it to help. We um, have utilized them for... Um, market analysis for pay rates to make sure that we were competitive within our market. Um, you know, there were some um, HR topics that when we were dealing uh, with, you know, um, elevated type situations where I just wanted a sounding board. So that's really what's changed is diving deeper and having those resources that Nationwide provides uh, with Kelly's team has just been, um, mm -hmm. has been huge. 
Well, it's awesome to see too. Um, you know, you guys have put the emphasis. You put the emphasis in into the HR department, and um, prior to it really being a thing at Nationwide. So, I mean, it's always it's been important. Not that it's been important longer. I, I try to think of how to sound. You know, make that sound better than it does. But you know what? It, you, you know what I'm saying. Where you know, you guys have been at this a little bit longer than Nationwide, so you understand sort of you know, why it's important. So I, I kind of want to ask, um, you know, what, what's that pitch to the retailer that hasn't necessarily, you know, maybe it's a, a back burner idea. Um, the, the concept of HR, you know, what, what would you tell them, um, you know, that allowed you, whether Greg, whether it was you to get over the hurdle of the idea of, you know, bringing in an HR department, I'm not saying you, you had a challenge bringing your sister into the business, but you know, what, what's it like to, to you know, get to that point where you're okay with sort of putting so much emphasis on this department. I'd like for Greg to be able to share how much it's increased our business. Sure. So, uh, like I mentioned earlier, we've been in business just a little over 20 years, and all, almost 10 years with Nationwide. And I I love telling people that I feel like we grew so much more and learned so much more the day that we stopped pretending that like we knew everything. And so the first visit to Atlanta primetime to see if I wanted to join nationwide was just eye opening because at that point in time, Katie and I had always joked about it. Hey, if we're ever going to write a book about our business and about our life, it would be called winging it with Greg and Katie law. <laughs> Which if anybody knew us, they'd probably laugh like in, and to a degree, I'm glad that uh, we were built that way, where it uh, gave us the confidence to just jump in with this family business and get going and figure it out as we go along. I'm not embarrassed about that. I'm actually really proud of that. But at that point in time, it seemed like everything in our business was funneling through every decision, everything that needed to be done was funneling through us. And we just realized that's not sustainable. That's not a recipe for growth. And we really feel like Sweet Dreams has been a blessing to our family and a blessing to us. And we want to do the best that we can with it. And it's like a garden. It's providing for all these families. It's providing for the community. It's, I, I think it's an inspiration to the community that we live in, as long as we're doing the best that we can with it. And you can't do that as a two-man team on a team of 40. You know, so that's... That's why HR and doing things properly. And although I'm not, I wasn't born an organized person, but through being uh, made self-aware as to what I need to work on, bringing in a professional like Catherine that can show us a better way to do things, discipline is liberating. And it's, um, you know, doing things properly and handling situations properly can relieve that stress. And then it's a whole lot more fun for us. We're getting things done as a team. And that's what Chris in the early years uh, taught us. You need to define your core values. And that needs to be something that everybody that you recruit on, everything that we do recruits on it. And we loved it. I mean, we've, we've eaten that up. We've lived by our core values. And if we didn't, if we didn't do that, everybody just be making up their own values and we're not rowing in the same direction. Right. So because of those things and more, um, 
we've felt less stress. We've felt more fun. We've more than doubled the business since we joined nationwide average, you know, two digit growth a year for almost 10 years. And, uh, you know, that's the kind of growth that we like. We want to just keep growing one person at a time, but doing things better and better and figuring out how to get to the next level. When I, and not to, you know, obviously a big part of having, um, that kind of support in that team internally is the, is the, the, I want to call them traditional HR things, right? Like the, the hiring, the on by the paperwork, that sort of thing. But there's a, a word that sort of underlies all of that and you're kind of hitting on it and it's culture, right? So that, that kind of the opportunity to put a, a bit of added emphasis on that, that word and, and what that means to your company. So talk about just, just both of you, really, I'd, I'd love to hear both of your uh, perspectives on the impact of on the company's culture and, and sort of what you're doing, the, the things you're doing, um, you know, to, to put that at the center of the sweet dreams experience. One of, um, one of the things that we uh, defined was our vision statement, the vision of sweet dream. What are we, what are we trying to accomplish here? Are we just trying to meet sales goals? Um, no, we, we, at the end of the day, we want to be able to look back and our vision statement is to help as many people as possible achieve their dreams. And that, for me personally, at the end of my career, I want to be able to look back on this time and equally as important as making an impact on the customers we serve, probably even more so is what kind of impact do we have on the people that worked here? And to have seen that ingrained in our culture and to hear our team members at their own department meetings talk about what it's meant to them to to grow as a person and grow new skills and to feel like they're moving towards their dreams and to feel a part of something special. I want to build a program that develops people that, that they feel like it was a, I call it dream team university. You know, so either you're getting a degree with sweet dreams so you can move on towards another career. And you look back and say, that was a special part of my life that allowed me to get to those dreams. Or maybe you want to stay on as a professor and make a career out of Dream Team University and, and help us grow the company. And either way, feeling a part of something special. And I feel like uh, that that is the culture of what it's a, a culture of continued and measured growth and fun. Our mantra is work hard, play hard, serve others and grow. And that balance, I think, is ingrained into all of our culture. Catherine, how about uh, you know, hearing that as sort of the the uh, the flagpole that that Greg you know leads the company with. What what role? Talk about your role in sort of helping that uh, and you know come to life really through right uh, your employees. So a little bit deeper dive into to all of that what Greg was talking about. Um, I really took on um, Chris Keister's recommendation, like we. Early on, we were just like, you know, we have we have an awesome team, but you know, people are frustrated because they don't know like what their career path is here. They, um, you know, sometimes the complaint is like, well, this department isn't communicating well with this department. So that that employee engagement survey, I was able to literally go around and spend about thirty minutes with each individual. I had um, questions listed out, really did deep dives of like how they were enjoying their job, what they need more of, um, you know, what. What is their vision as far as career path? What are they looking for? What are some challenges that we're experiencing either maybe like in their department, or they're experiencing individually? Um, and how can we just, just get better? 
Um, so through that, we really implemented, um, you know, we, we meet with our team on a daily, weekly, quarterly, and then annual basis. Everybody, um, there's a really good streamline of communication between departments. Um, everybody now has a really clear picture of, man, if I'm here for a season or I'm here for a career, these are the opportunities that we have um, to, to either work and have a great experience with Sweet Dreams or make a career of this. So I think communication has been a huge, um, in, you know, much, we're doing much better on the communication piece. I think that's one of those things that can always just get better, but man, we're working on it on a daily, weekly basis. Um, and then everybody has their own vision within the company of um, how they can, you know, learn, grow, um, work hard, play hard, uh, serve others and grow within the company. So those are the things that I see and that we're, we've implemented to really, you know, one of Chris Keister's classes is everybody wants to have autonomy. Everybody wants to have mastery and purpose in what they do. And um, that's that's what we're working towards. So, yeah, I, I mean, it's awesome to be able to kind of tap into you guys. Right. Because you are putting such an emphasis on it and um, and not even just putting an emphasis, like having success with it, too, and, and seeing it sort of the way it's impacted your teams and, and you individually is is obvious to us um, and, and cool to see sort of play out in your business. And, um, you know, a great example, I think, too, for other members that, um, you know, if this is something they haven't already thought about pursuing or, or getting into. Um, but for those that still have the, the, the challenge in their mind or they're, you know, have this, like, mental hurdle of um, maybe they just think that the, the idea of HR has a negative connotation or something along that. But what would you tell them? You know, as far as, um, you know, some advice to either get over that or or just make this not as hard as it seems to be to them to, to implement into their businesses. Yeah, I think everybody can relate um, a time in their life where they've been on a committee or an organization where either they themselves or they noticed others maybe shutting down because they didn't feel like they had a voice in the conversation or a seat at the table or nothing was going to get done with whatever their input could be into the, the group discussion. And I think that uh, that is what Catherine with the structure that she has in place with our HR program um, allows us to be able to do is I think, you know, I was just asking our warehouse manager, what kind of differences have you have you noticed over the years since before nationwide, since we've gotten better. And he's like, well, I don't think that, we have a problem with change anymore. And I, I think that we would have more members on our team, if not a majority, that felt discouraged that whatever they said or whatever ideas they had to make the place better would fall on deaf ears if we didn't have the structure that Catherine has in place for us to be able to capture those ideas, that feedback, and now I feel like we have a team full of people that feel like they have a seat at the table and a voice in the conversation, and we're all trying to get better together. If you don't like have that kind of structure in place, there's no way that um, those ideas get done and accomplished Yeah, just with one person making the, the decisions at the top. Yeah. Catherine? I, I wanted just to um, add to that, too. Like, we have seen, like, really working on our um, human um, – um, our team development, we've seen significant improvement in our retention rate, um, which right now, as everybody knows, recruitment has been very difficult. It's very challenging to find top talent. 
um, just doubling down on really working on your culture, working on your team, develop, grow together. Um, it really eliminates a lot of the things that we're dealing with in this industry and on the HR scale of hiring top talent. It just starts eliminating the things that are become challenges and that are, are difficult to work through if you're constantly cycling people in and out. You work on these things that which are so critical to the success of retention and having a great team. All those little things start going away as far as issues and concerns. No, I, I love that. And, and you too, you, you kind of beat me to asking it as far as what that biggest impact is, you know, having um, really placed an emphasis on this. So I, I, I don't have to ask it anymore, which is great, unless there's other areas you want to talk about. I mean, those are communication and, and feeling sort of empowered within the team and, and obviously the, uh, you know, the very real challenges of recruitment and retention being two very big areas and important areas to, you know, see that this has impacted. Are there other areas that you'd, you know, tell a retailer that, um, you know, if this is something you pursue that, that you could realize some real impact in your business? Other areas? That, oh, go ahead, Greg. No, you go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I was just going to say other hot topics that we've talked about in the HR um, council with um, Kelly and Genevieve and Chris is, you know, really working through things that are very expensive, like insurance. So really being able to tap in and have the resources to shop what you currently have and are giving your employees as benefits. Um, that's, that has also been, um, pretty significant as far as like what has really helped us maximize our systems and processes. Kelly was very instrumental in giving me recommendations to shop, um, you know, our human capital management system on, you know, um, as far as doing payroll. Um, so I shopped all of her suggestions, was able to really narrow down. It saved me on time, saves us money total. And then also it really is also benefiting the employees that are enjoying that process much better. But, um, yeah, those are some things that I wanted to share in addition to what Greg was saying. No, that's awesome. Greg, did you want to add anything else? Yeah, we uh, we learned from Nationwide years ago that uh, the main things that employees are hoping for and are hoping to be a part of is a better boss, a bigger vision, and a brighter future. And I remember I took a road trip a long time ago and uh, listen to the audio book, uh, 21 Laws of Irrefutable Leadership with John Maxwell. And uh, I think number one was law of the lid. An organization will not grow beyond the caliber of its leader. And you can't do that. And I was like, man, I better get busy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so people, a whole team full of people are going to have different personalities and different strengths. But everybody's going to appreciate being a part of an organization that is well organized, and fair, and uh, and designed around um, investing in its people. And that's what I'm really proud of, Catherine, for implementing. And it's it's delivering that kind of impression on our people, so that they can feel they're a part of something better. Oh, that's awesome. Um, like I said, I you know I kind of permeates this conversation, but uh, just how engaged you guys are with the group and um, seeing the impact that it has through all parts of the business, top to bottom. Uh, but, you know, obviously today specifically talking about HR and, and the human capital side of things, um, which without, you know, the businesses aren't businesses. They don't have their people. So uh, pretty important one to, to dive into with you guys. So I appreciate you spending a few minutes with us and and uh, kind of opening that lid. I'll, I'll take your your reference there. Uh, opening the lid and letting us dive into the, the Sweet Dreams um, sauce a little bit. So this was cool. Uh, a fun conversation and 
Greg, I'm glad you kept your shirt on. Um, and, uh, <laughs> you know, we, we did it. Are, are you, Rob? Are yeah, you? I'm glad you. you know, Emma, that's a good question. Am I? <laughs> I know Catherine is. <laughs> so. Yes. Thanks, Greg. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Thank you so much for having us. We love every opportunity we can brag and um, just really love on Nationwide because they've poured so much into our team and we're just eternally grateful. So thank you to you all. Absolutely. Yeah, I did want to share one more thing. If we yeah. have one, oh my god, absolutely! Cut it out if it's too long. No, but uh, the prime time down in Houston, and we had the astronaut. Yep. I'm sorry, I can't. I can't place Massimino. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Do you remember when he said um, they were on? A, they were training him on a mission, and as an astronaut, they, they make it clear to you: you may not be able to fix the problem immediately. But you sure can make it worse, right? <laughs> I think you know, that was that, in relation to him, like fixing something on that he like broke a, a a screw on the outside of the either the it was either the Hubble telescope or the space station. I'm like, what? Right. <laughs> you think That's your problems? Intense. You think your problems are big? <laughs> what? What a great um, imagery on that, and just being able to apply that to everything. I've used it with my kids. I've used it with our team. It's so having a well thought out HR game plan so that we handle situations properly, like they should be handled, keeps me from blowing up the ship. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome. Well, I, Hey, we appreciate all the input and um, I, you know, just one conversation in many that we'll continue to have with you guys. So appreciate the, uh, the, the availability and, you know, access to the sweet dreams, all-star team here. So, um, we, we appreciate it and, uh, you know, look forward to connecting in Nashville before we know it. <laughs> yes. Thank Thanks you, again, Rob. Rob. We appreciate you. Awesome. And thanks again uh, to Catherine and Greg for taking the time and, uh, kind of peeling back the layers of, you know, their human resources efforts and an initiative there at Sweet Dreams, just to, a cool opportunity to take a, a look at what they're doing, how they're doing it. And I think something, you know, doesn't have to be the same approach, of course, but I think something that uh, everyone can kind of learn from and, and take a few nuggets of information and some best practices back into what they're doing. So um, appreciate them. And as always, appreciate you listening to the Independent Thinking Podcast, and we'll catch you next time. Mm-hmm.